And he was like, you can totally do it. I totally believe that you can, blah, 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 whatever. I was like, okay, well, you don't really know me that well, first of all. <laughs> you have <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You actually have no idea what I'm capable of, and I mean that in the negative way. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good standard, like, compliment exception. Like, thank you so much. You actually have no idea who I am or how. Or what I'm capable of what doing. What my life's like. <laughs> Knowing how to caramelize onions, farting, and being disgusted by it, doing favors for your girlfriend without her even having to ask, taking a break from eating avocados, walking around your apartment with no pants on, confusing bamboo and eucalyptus when talking about koalas. Welcome to Crazy Hot, a podcast about what makes us all so fucking hot. Hello. We're crazy whore. And so are you. I'm Eileen, and I just wrapped up shooting my first ever feature film. And I'm Lauren, and I'm about to run out of Zoloft. Oh, no. What do you do when you run out of Zoloft? Apparently, you get these things called, like, um, refills. Refills? <laughs> Can you just get a refill? Hi, fill me back up. You bring your bottle to the pharmacy, you slap it down on the thing, and you go, fill her up, boss hoss. Fill her up, boss hog. And give me a... <laughs> hey, beef stick, to the top, Don't please. You... <laughs> I've eaten a burrito once that was called boss hog, and it was at this place in Ellsworth, Maine. Shout out to 86 This. And I, you know what I bet people are saying? What? They're walking by saying, why is it called 86 this? Do they have 86 of this? Do they have 86 of that? And it's like, no. no. You guys have never worked in a restaurant where you say 86. 86 means you're 86 out of 86 means you're out of something. When you're out of something, what is out of something? You say you it's 86. It's 86. Why is that, Eileen? Why is that, Eileen? Uh, it's because, um, okay, so there are a couple theories on this actually. Because I actually did Wikipedia at one time. There are a couple theories on this. Mm-hmm. We're just in, we're just in a silly goofy guys, mood today. It's guys. very humid. It's very hot. <laughs> Eileen just turned her AC off. I'm worried for her. I have no AC going. Our shirts are up to um, our nipples. Why don't you have AC going? Mm, it's just not on. It's not. Why? It's not like crazy. This is a funny thing. It's only like 82 degrees in upstate Mm -hmm. new york but the humidity is like 86 percent and it's going to go to 100 percent when it's raining which write to us at crazyhotpot at gmail.com if is the humidity always 100 percent when it's raining and that's why it's raining i feel like yeah i feel like the humidity like rain is water and therefore and you know water in the air is like humid like even fog is like humidity you know yeah but okay wait here's the (laughs) here's the running theory for the 86 why it's called 86 wait a minute (laughs) so there was an there was a restaurant and there was a street and there was a street and it was oh that makes sense thanks for clearing that up Eileen. (laughs) it was called 86th street and that and when they were done with something they would say throw it in the trash and the trash was on 86th street so they would say 86 this oh but to clear it up when we say that we're 86 lobster tails, it doesn't mean we're throwing yeah. them in the street. 
So don't go around and back the restaurant and think, oh, they're on 86th Street. And don't go to it's 86th like, oh. Street in New York City. East or West, it's garbage, especially yeah. East. 86th Street is, yeah, it's like, it's not the Upper West Side. It's not Midtown. It's not Downtown. Nope. I mean, actually, I would say Midtown is worse than the Upper West Side, probably. Definitely. Maybe not. Maybe not, though. No, There's Ripley Greer. There's Ripley Greer in Midtown. Thank God. Mm-hmm. There's the late and great Champion Studio champions r.i.p i think they're dead champions man and champions woman are dead <laughs> no i hope they're they alive. do a i hope they're okay ain't so bad bad news and when you go together um no i hope they're okay but i do think that champions is not this what we're talking about is some is like no one will understand no one will get it but i'll fill you in we'll fill you let in. me fill you in in yeah. New York, the dedicated um, studio managers that run New York's most prestigious studio are known as Champions Man and Champions Woman. This studio is located on East 40th Street. And no, it was on 39th. It was on West 39th. Okay. Well, don't interrupt the stories that I'm telling. Okay. Um, and it was basically a shithole. Like, it's one of those places where you're like, did you purposely do this all so wrong? We mm-hmm. have mentioned mm-hmm. it before. You get in the elevator. One of the floors is condemned. <clears throat> the other floors yeah. are made up of mostly like <coughs> older men who are smoking like as they walk in and like put a lit cigarette out on their jeans. <laughs> 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 into the mic <laughs> and Sorry, it ahead. was like textile workers. It was like uh, it's in the yeah. fashion district. So it's mm-hmm. um a lot of like textile shops and bead shops and places that make only rhinestones. Uh, And then you go up to champions and there are things like, and not limited to uh, broken mirrors, a hole in one of the bathrooms that black flies come out of. Um, Mm -hmm. One time there was a radiator that was spewing hot steam and champions man and champions woman are these two very eldritch kind of strange haunted people who sit behind a wall of starburst that you can buy for two dollars and would come in and like try to fix stuff like when weird shit happened like oh this mirror fell down they would Mm -hmm. come in and be like well i'll uh i'll get some tape yeah, or th- or we'd be like, there. We saw a mouse in the room, and they'd be like, "Okay, well, I don't have any other rooms." Yeah, you want a Starburst? They're two dollars. <laughs> That's what actually. Yeah, the last time, so we used to rehearse in Champion Studios yeah. with the Sister Wives, and also just like there are auditions there sometimes. Mm-hmm. I actually saw Ann Dowd in Champions Studios once. And that made me feel a little bit better about being there. But that's the only celebrity you would ever see there because the rest of the, the people yeah. in there were very strange, obnoxious, like Christmas mm-hmm. musicals and child auditions. Yeah. Yes. A lot of children dancers. Mm -hmm. But the last rehearsal that we had there at Champions, yeah, it was the thing. The radiator was spewing water. It was like spraying and hissing. And she was literally like Champions woman was literally like, I don't have any other rooms. It's like, okay, well, we can't stay in this room. It was the radiator is going to burst. Yeah. Like a high pressured (laughs) jet stream of hot Mm -hmm. steam water. Mm hmm. And then we all watched silently as she, like, had to try to shut it off and, like, burned herself and then, like, ran out of the room. And uh-huh. you might be saying, Lauren and Eileen, this sounds – you guys are being super mean to Champions Woman and you're being super mean to this studio that's now shut down. But we're not. And here's why. Anyone who has been there will tell you th- th- we are just being accurate. Yeah. Yep. Listen, you don't go into, like, a flop house and say, well – 
you know, there was some beautiful light coming into the window. No, you say this is a flop house. This should mm-hmm. get burned down. Mm-hmm. The floor above it is condemned. This is like half yeah. condemned. Let's mm-hmm. condemn the whole thing and make yeah. it a value meal, you know? Yep. So, Eileen. But we did have some good times there. We did have some good times. The best of times mm-hmm. and the worst of times. And it was Dickensian. That is probably the best I, way to yes. describe it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That was a really good um, reference. Thanks, bitch. Uh, Thanks, so basically, Eileen, before our guest comes in, we've been belching. Mm-hmm. We've been throwing out some updates. You just wrapped doing a feature film. Did you I have did. a hard crush on every single person in the film? It seemed like it from Instagram. Oh, yes. For those of you who are not blessed enough to be on my close friends, and it's nothing personal. It is literally nothing personal. I want to share this with whoever wants to know it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I had a massive, massive crush on, um, one of the crew members and just in case he also had a crush on me and is now listening to this, I'm not going to say who it was, Mm -hmm. but he knows, I'm sure that he knows, um, because I was being super obvious. Um, and yeah, I just, it's really hard when, um, when someone is so hot and you have to be around them all the time. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a full-time job. You have to do everything hot. Yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I just can't have you, like, looking at me. Like, my face has to be posed, like, at every second mm-hmm. in case, like, you glance over. And right. I just want to say to all the pod members listening, I, yes, I have a boyfriend. His name is Josh. I love him dearly. Um, I also have a song called I Have a Crush on Every Boy. So you can imagine my pain and frustration mm-hmm. when I am when I'm faced with an incredibly hot person that then I'm forced to spend time with. Um, but I don't want anyone to think like, oh, my God, you don't love Josh anymore. Of course I do. I think if you don't have crushes on other people, you're lying. Mm-hmm. You're lying. You're lying. And, and guess what? I'm never going to see him again. Probably for I mean, probably maybe someday and someday, but probably never again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that Eileen, that's that's a hot fire song. It explains everything. It explains how Eileen and Josh balance their healthy relationship with Eileen being very upfront with the fact that she has crushes on every boy. However, yeah. Eileen, I am feeling yeah. like a part two, like the remix to Ignition is mm-hmm. that you are a bisexual <laughs> woman. So now you have a mm-hmm. crush just on everyone. I know it's really hard. Yeah. And there was a girl that I also had a crush on, but. It's weird because I do f- like, okay, yes. So I'm bisexual, but I, I do feel more of an emotional pull towards men. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that is because of my childhood, my relationship with my father. I don't know what it is, but that's just what I find myself running into on the day to day. Like, do I? Yes. Emotional. And what's the other, like, physical? Like, you're drawn to, like, more women's bodies with in attraction. And with men, you're more like, I want to talk to you. Like, the conversation we have, that kind of bonding is more attractive to you? I think what it is is that I just need the approval of men, like, so deeply. And that that relates more in my life. Like, it just comes up more. I'm like, oh, my God, for some reason I need this guy to like me. Like, I don't know why. Yep. I just and whether that is truly a crush or it's just I need men to like me. Mm-hmm. Also, because I'll say men are absolutely insufferable. Like the majority of men, I actually cannot stand to speak to. Because even the cool ones, 
every like they'll just pepper in something and it's like oh i thought you were cool until you started like calling someone using a fork to eat fries a pussy and now i think you're a dick so like you know you have some unpacking to do and i just think that that comes up women are so much more emotionally mature and emotionally available and ready to you know talk about their emotions and men are just i mean obviously there are some nick and josh great specimens Mm -hmm. of men Mm -hmm. And there are most men who are just just annoying as fuck. Like, yep. sorry, dudes, if you're listening. Um, if you think that you're one of the good guys, I want you to email crazyhotpod at gmail.com. Subject line, tell us, good guy. Subject line, good guy. And tell us why you think you're one of the good guys. And spoiler alert, if you send this email already, you're not. You're not. If you send it unsolicited, you're a bad guy. You're a bad guy. But now that I've asked, mm-hmm. okay, we'll give you a pass on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am totally... Wait. Our guest is calling me on the phone. One second. <laughs> Hello? Hi. I cannot find the Zoom link. Oh, I just sent it. Oh, wait. Oh, you just sent it to me. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. Okay, no worries. Bye. See you in a sec. <laughs> See you in a sec. Okay, bye. She hung up on me. Okay. What the fuck? so i totally am with that eileen i think that Mm -hmm. it's so true one of my favorite things about just talking to women and i'm saying this fast because our guest is about to call us on zoom Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that we are so emotionally sensitive and as somebody who is like hyper vigilant very observant of everything being with women they just like have better like proprioception they know where their bodies are in space Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. like know how to like put their fork on a table if they're getting up to go to the bathroom and Mm -hmm. it doesn't stress me out in a way that is bothersome when men do this, but I just see women doing it and I'm like, you're doing everything right and I'm not mm-hmm. mad at you. How yes. come men don't know how to do things right? They're doing nothing right. I'm so tired. Again, that is a TikTok. Yeah. I did not make that song up, but I love Aww, it. Aw, that's a really good song. It's actually a song called the Virgo song. Wow. So accurate for you as a Virg. Um, okay, our guest is here. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm scared. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm a little scared too. Oh. Is she here? Okay, our guest is here. Our guest is in the house. Guys, our guest is a gorgeous podcaster, memester, horny Jewish bitch who we are absolutely blessed to have here. You know her from her podcast, Balls Deep, and her hilarious Instagram, Horgasmic. Give it up for Arielle Kaplan. Oh, it's Kismet. Mazel tov to us. By the way, looks naked. She's wearing a little tube top, and on the Zoom, you can only see her shoulders. Mm -hmm. It's driving us crazy. It's driving us crazy. Oh, I guess that's what makes me crazy hot. Well, I guess that's what makes you crazy hot. Like, yeah, babe. That's right. You know what? <laughs> Let's boss right into it, mate. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Let's boss right into it. We have one question, then you can leave. Okay. Yeah. Then we're just, off. yeah, and we're going to get right down to it. Normally, we chat you up a little bit, but we, like oh. you said in the intro, you don't want attention and you actually are not happy to be here, right? Yeah. <laughs> you actually you actually (laughs) nightmare I'd rather be doing no I'm I'm actually like I love the idea of attention Mm -hmm. and my social anxiety is just like so crippling that I uh you know when I when it happens in the moment I'm like I wish you just sent me a letter or something like I don't Mm want to see someone giving me a compliment Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wait are you 
you're a Capricorn. Yeah. What what's your do you know what your rising moon is? No, how do we calculate that? Do you, okay, do you know the exact time and place of your birth? Yes. Okay. D- wait, I- I'm going to go on my trusty little website. Here I am hacking in. <laughs> Big FBI's horoscope mm-hmm. data. What's the exact time and place of your birth? Um okay, so it was in Livingston, New Jersey and Okay, wait, hang on. I need hang on. Oh my ooh, god. Ooh, L-town. L down. If you need to phone a friend, you can phone a parent. I'm pretty sure it was at 9:56. Oh my god. PM. Okay, so I use this website called astro.com. I have reached my limit of 100 people in my astro data, so I have to delete some or buy extended data storage. This is insane. I'm going to no, I'm going to delete someone who like I don't even remember who it is anymore. Yeah, okay. Which is like I literally have so many people Say in their here. name. Who are you deleting? I'm not yeah. telling you. No, just oh. leave it out. Okay, I'll uh. tell you. So I'm deleting this guy who I was on the 2017 Children's Theater tour of Pinkalicious with. <laughs> uh, when did you search I... that? When did you search that up? Um 2017. Wow. There are people there are people in here who I've searched since like 2009. Like, literally like so astro.com i've been using this for years My the trust. world's best astro site okay i did it it worked okay rel i'm putting in rel and guess what now the list is just like famous person famous person tiktok viral famous person famous that's person. right that's are right. you guys interviewing all these people is that how you do research the pod like for your guests um no. we kind of special just- people only special people we just ask people and hope that they say yeah I've a- I have asked like some like sort of famous people who have said no but they've been but they've <laughs> responded and been like mm-hmm. thank you so much for asking yeah no John Hodgman idiot. did send Eileen an email and was like I'm sorry you think I'm so great I suck which yeah. is so John Hodgman <laughs> and also mm-hmm. I'm too busy but I'll be on the pod later and we were like John John it's a okay <laughs> Wait, Ariel, what year were you born? Uh, 94. 94. What year what... were you born? 90. Duh. Okay. That's and I was high. born 90. Duh. Oh, that's that's cooler. The 90s are so. They're, they're, they're so nineties. So I had 90s. I had like at least four to two more years of allowance to blow on Lisa Frank paraphernalia <laughs> before either of you bitches did. So I'm not even mm. mad that I'm the oldest one. No, don't yeah, be. no, you're lucky. And Wait, I've never so- been sensitive about that. Are y'all are yeah, you sensitive not. about I'm like, what's the alternative to die? I guess I've always been so afraid of dying that I'm like, I don't really want I don't care that I'm 30. Mm. You know, the, the fear of dying is what makes you productive. I have no fear of death. And oh, how really? are you running? How are you running? Um, Like one of the most famous meme pages in the world. <laughs> if you have no fear of death. Um, I made that, it was like a few years ago. And I honestly, like, I don't know who that girl was. I don't know how she had so much energy. Mm. Um, I'm pretty dark. I'm pretty, it's at a dark moment of my life. (laughs) Okay. Wait. So because you're so dark, we need to, we need to know what your moon and rising is. You said 956 AM or PM? PM. PM. And where in, where were you born? New Jersey? What town? Livingston. 
living star. Eileen's gonna pop this out for you right now. I'm a okay. Wait, She's gonna go bop, 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 bop. Livingston, New Jersey. Were gonna... you all born in Livingston? Was was Elon born in Livingston? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I know. Yeah. I know Elon. That's how we know each other. Elon. I like how you say his name. Did you guys practice how, my name? Sorry. No, actually, I before you said in the email how to say your name, I was saying Ariel. So I am. I'm so sorry. Everyone I does am, it. Oh, I know so from sorry. my knowledge of the Hebrew language and Judaism <gasps> that it's never Ariel. It's Ariel, Ari, Elon. I mean, Ariel is prettier than Ariel. It's like, mm-hmm. what is it? An Ariel tower? Like, yeah. Wait, so it's not Elon. What is it? Elon? Yeah. Elon, Elon, Elon. Like Elon Musk, but not, not. Yeah. You know, his best friend growing up called him Elon. So like, it really doesn't matter. I mean, Mm -hmm. who gives a shit about my brother? Just kidding. My best friend. Sorry, Elon. Uh, You're (laughs) larcening. Okay. So you're a Capricorn, obvi. We know that born on Jesus's birthday. Very Mm -hmm. funny because you're Jewish. We're both Jewish, actually. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Um, not me, like you and Lauren. No, yeah. You guys couldn't oh. talk about that. <laughs> you and Jesus. Yep. You and Lauren and Jesus. Okay, so you have Virgo rising, which we love. Lauren's a Virgo also. What does that mean? So a ver- so the rising sign is how you appear to people when you first when they first meet you, like the mask that you wear. Mm-hmm. Virgos are very um Lauren, you describe Virgo because you're a Virgo. So I'll sing the Virgo song to you again. Mm-hmm. This is the Virgo song. They're doing everything wrong and I'm so mad at them. Why can't they see that I'm doing everything right? I'm doing everything right. I'm so tired. <laughs> Do you relate yeah. to that? I I think I'm doing everything wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's probably based in a belief that, you know, the right way to do everything and your behavior and your beliefs are not matching up, which is causing that internal feeling. Yes. Yes. And you have a you have a Libra moon, which I don't Libras are all about balance. They're very indecisive because they weigh like all the options of everything. Your moon is how you relate to your emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, And Libras are also like they're usually pretty chill. They're very flirty, very hot. Um, they're very mm. hot. Libras are very, very hot. Okay. I'll give you my number after this. Like, chill. So you're okay. Cat Virgo, <laughs> Libra Moon. And now that you know that, you're yeah. welcome. Thank um, you. Now, I've, I'm so surprised. You seem like someone who would know that, who would, who would know about astrology. Are you into astrology or like, not really? I am really into the Myers-Briggs. <gasps> nice. What's your Myers-Briggs? ENFP. Nice. Somehow I knew you were going to say what's, that. What's your, have yeah. you been on that website with all the fucking doofy cartoons that are all like, is it 16 personalities? Yeah. yeah what's yeah. your, what's your title on 16 person personality? <laughs> I hate my title there. So I avoid that site. I'm a campaigner. Oh, I a think campaigner. I'm a campaigner. You're a campaigner. Oh, fun. You're a I, You're a wait. converso. <laughs> I feel like I'm I am a, a converso campaigner, campaigner as well. I don't doubt it. I would, I would people, when you guys think about astrology, I think about ENFP mm-hmm. and I mostly like am friends with ENFPs or the complete opposite of me, INTJ, which is what Rachel, my best friend, co-host of Ball's Deep is. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what you nice. might enjoy is there's, have you ever done, um, 
Eileen, what's that one that I always forget? You're a, you're a generator. Oh, uh, I don't know. I thought there were only two and it was like generator and what's there's the other four. one? Four. There's four. I'm going to look yeah, this up I, right now. Um, I don't know what that one is. There's one, Ariel, that is a combo of Zodiac, Myers-Briggs, more Eastern um, like philosophy. And it's so fucking cool. And I, I really love that. It's okay. called it's the trifecta quiz. Okay. Human design. It's called human design. Ooh. So I'm going to send you where you can do your human design type. Thank you. And it's so cool. And there oh, are I'm like so huge, there's a huge Instagram world of human design. So the five types are generator, manifester, manifesting generator, and there's one more. And it's so interesting to hear, like, it, it gave me a lot of language and therapy to talk about how I work, like my frustrations in my life. It just like validated a lot of, Hey, sometimes you feel crazy productive. And then there's weeks at a time where you're like, I just want to do my job, go home and not make anything. And then other times I feel like maddened by it. And Mm -hmm. Eileen is a generator where she wakes up, can work, 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 make, 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 goes to sleep, wakes up and her tank is full again. And my tank Mm. feels like it's more of a long distance race than a, Mm. you know, I'm getting filled up every single night when I sleep. And that's yeah. why you're on a month long vacation right now. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> sister girl. What? I'm staying at my mom's. Life juice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was recently engaged. <gasps> yes, she just got engaged. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, I thought that was about to end with, and I'm no longer engaged. No, I'm. Oh, I wish we had. So- I wish we had some good tea like that. But no. Sadly, they're very happy, and it's, yeah. it's- Mazel Tov to you, girl. Oh, thank you mm-hmm. so much. That's amazing. Yes, it's amazing. We're super happy, and she doesn't even know if I'm going to be a bridesmaid yet. Oh, she doesn't know if she wants bridesmaids. <laughs> I don't want. If I'm, we'll see. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, Ariel, we have to we have to ask you our most important question of all. And as we said, then you can leave. Then you can go. Why, Why are you are you so, so hot? hot? What, what's your deal? And what's your deal? What is it about you that makes you hot? It can be it can be your personality, your physical emotion, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. My physical emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If- this could be against the rules, but I think like when it boils down to it, it's because, or I, I, I am Jewish and I have daddy issues. I think it's the combination between those two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's so funny that you said that because right before you logged on, we were talking about our daddy issues. Actually, sorry. I was, I was talking about my daddy issues and my need and my need for for men to love me all the time Mm -hmm. um okay so so what the combination of the two yeah break down break down what behaviors what personality traits Mm -hmm. what little idiosyncrasies are the jewish ones that make you so so hot and we're and again we're not saying i don't i don't have to say again because i haven't said this yet but we're not saying that being jewish isn't hot we just want we want to know what specifically about your jewishness makes you hot yeah no yeah i mean Mm -hmm. there are so many jewish people who aren't hot i mean like Mm. ugliness doesn't discriminate 
No. Okay. Just no. like death. And that and we so all true. know so true. some sweet Jewish 20 to 30 year old men who are like unmade beds. You're like, you have a sandwich on your shirt somehow. You are a very <laughs> oh sweet, kind professional who's going to law school in the city, but you look like a fucking microwaved like paper plate. They don't shower. They don't know how to clean because their mother, their ba- their uh, mama's boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because their mothers are kids of immigrants, and so they're like corrective parenting, and they're like, my child will never have to want or need, and I will do everything for. They're they're redoing. It's an opportunity for them to relive their own childhood, mm-hmm. and then they create this fucking schmuck who I can't help but be attracted to, and it's mm-hmm. very annoying. I will I will add to my statement. Hey, Lauren, if you would rather be around a 28 year old who's going to Baruch for law. Oh, swipe left. an unmade bed who looks like a fucking mess all the time or a chiseled hair gelled polo wearing <laughs> Christian. I will always pick my Baruch. God. Always. I don't want some mm-hmm. backwards fucking misogynist <laughs> axe body gel in the shower, like military hairstyle douchebag ever. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I didn't know where you were going with that. So I was listening very intently. Do I want a mess of a Jew of just like this Jewish fig Newton who you just want to bite <laughs> all over? Or do I want a little fucking sniper boy who's like, oh, like, I get to have an affair and you don't in the eyes of the Lord. Like, I never, never. Yeah. I do not care. No, no, absolutely not. No. Jewish men like that are kind of bad in bed though. But okay, sorry. Did you, you want me to talk about myself again? We can talk. Yeah, about well, that. you because you are you're a you're a very hot Jewish person. I would say of if I were gonna pick like someone Jewish to ex who like exemplifies hotness, like it would definitely be you. <laughs> Eileen, like Catholic guilt. <laughs> what? So <Stop>. apparent. <laughs> I love Jews. I have a Jewish friend. I have a Jewish friend. <laughs> I, I even you, have two. You, I you are just so beautiful and Jewish. Okay. And I just want to say, <laughs> I'm not saying that Jews aren't beautiful by saying oh my that you're God. beautiful and Jewish. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to cut it out. I'm going to be, I'm going to be real. <laughs> She never um, cuts out Ariel. Anything she I says never she's going to cut out, you guaranteed that. I'm going to cut all this out. Cut. I'm going to cut out the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I just feel, don't. yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, I was raised Catholic. I don't identify with re- religion really at all. But, uh, you know. Spiritual. I'm more like spiritual. I would say, I, I guess, though. I think I Me like too. to think that like, I like to think that like manifestation is real and like, you know, you need to talk kindly to yourself and like things like that. I don't, I don't really think that there is like an, like a thing that's like out there, like dictating what happens, you know? Um, yeah. <clears throat> I feel the same way as you. Yeah. I think that's what religion, like um, taking taking away the patriarchal aspects. It's like before Judaism became a monolithic um, religion Mm -hmm. and they were all just like tribes everywhere and everyone had pantheons of gods and stuff. I really love that idea where you have like a storm god or fertility goddess because then Mm -hmm. you are, the praying is really just manifesting it like 
meditating, mindfulness, mm-hmm. believing that you can do it because you're putting it out there. And that's mm-hmm. like what spirituality is about. So yeah. and I feel like I feel like most comedians are spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. There's also just truth to, yeah. To being like, if you, if you say something out loud that you want, like it's gonna find you because normally also just like people are more willing to help than I think we like realize. And like, if you just tell someone like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm thinking of doing this. They'll just be like, Oh yeah, I could like, I actually know someone I could like help you do this. You know? Okay. Well, I want a kinky Jewish boy who can afford to send my children three or four children to a Jewish day school. Um, Which one do you have? Okay. I love that. No, or maybe I'll homeschool Jewish. I don't know. We'll figure out the education later, but like, I want money for culture, not Mm -hmm. for like, you know, and I mean, yes, for juicy couture sweatpants as well. So of course, listen, I think that will, when your timeline is perfectly lined up with a juicy couture, like hard bounce back. Like it's coach first Coach is coming in. Everyone's has a coach now all of a sudden mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. time you're popping out, like, you know, the third juicy couture is going to be huge. It's going to be wait, juicy is already huge, but maybe they'll have maternity wear. they're going to come oh, back. Oh yeah. They're going to come back. Oh my God. Speaking of juicy couture. Yeah. Um, a little girl whom I know picked out a juicy couture, all purple, a little girl, you know, a little, well, she was two and a half at the time. And her mom was like, I hate that she picked this tracksuit out because it literally says juicy all over it. Mm. And she thought it was so funny. I would always say, Hannah, do you want me to tell you what your tracksuit says? And she would be like, yeah, because she knows she's about to like lose it. And I would say it says juicy. And she'd go, juicy. She thought that was so funny. And she rocked this purple tracksuit like literally every mm-hmm. day. And her mom hated She was like, I wish she did not pick this out in Century 21, but she did. And I wasn't going to tell her no. Century 21. That's so mm-hmm. cute. I know. What I know. color? Like, where is it till today? Mm-hmm. What color juicy couture tracksuit do you want, Ariel? I don't know. I don't think that I look good in pink, but I really want to go all out there like Paris Hilton consider like a baby blue I think you would rock a baby blue Ooh, a baby blue would be nice have you ever like do you yeah. know what your color palette is no blue uh, green I don't know it's- you kind of have like an it seemed like because I'm really I'm like super pale and my my palette is more like autumn colors like um like a mustard like a deep maroon like that like a forest green green. you seem to have a little more olivey skin maybe it would be like I think you would look good in oh my god she's actually so cute wait Lauren is showing us a picture of the child that she knows with a juicy couture wait is she posing like that what is she Mm -hmm. oh Oh, she's holding something that is so cute wait so she's just a kid you know She's a, yeah, she's just she's a, a kid, kid I know she's yeah. like a huge TikTok this mm-hmm. child <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'd have a great um picture. you probably would look good in tone like in lighter yeah like baby blues maybe like a lavender yeah or like, a, like, like mm-hmm. maybe pastels Eileen how did your stylist pick out that group Eileen worked with like a brand stylist dressing person yes which and Lauren loves to bring up because she I, wants everyone I to know that she thinks that I'm rich 
<laughs> well, are you rich? No, uh, I am. Don't be coy. I'm no, I'm actually really not rich. I just, oh, okay. I did spend, so I did spend money on a stylist two years ago, um, for my career. And I think that it helped, but it was, it was an investment. I will say it, it was, was like $400. Yeah, right. She's yeah. like, yeah. Wait, why, why would that help your career? Um, <clears throat> for, for acting, like for branding, um, mm-hmm. like what roles do I play? Like what clothes do those people wear? Like, you know just for the role you want exactly i got you but the way that she did it yes you have a great sense of style on your own so i just always like to add the caveat great place for comedy in nyc Mm -hmm. that you weren't like i don't know how to wear clothes like you looked great and this Mm -hmm. stylist turned you from like Eileen, who can wear anything and looks great to holy shit did you walk off a sitcom where you're playing yourself because you are dressed like a sitcom, wow. just concise and powerful version of yourself. Thank you. That's very nice. In colors that were like, holy shit. Like yeah, emerald it, green is like, it's over for anyone around you. Yeah, that. green is a green is a good color for me. But like the way that she did it was she had me w- like try on all of these different colors of clothes, like pretty much any color of shirt I could find like in any store. I just tried them on, I took a picture. So Mm -hmm. I have pictures of me in like every color of the rainbow. And then in those pictures, the, the colors that you look like when I was looking at myself in green, like my, the bags under my eyes didn't look as big. Um, my skin looked really like alive and, you know, glowy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And glowy. And when I was wearing like a color, I look horrible in is like gray and like hot pink. I look like really bad in those. And I looked you know, like pasty and like, it just, it, it just doesn't hide, you know, highlight like your best features. And mm-hmm. I, you can kind of tell, like, especially if you're looking at them all, like side by side by side, like, Oh, speaking of highlighting oh, yeah. your best features. Okay. Ariel's okay, in San Francisco. Ariel <laughs> has just changed her background to the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm in horrible lighting and, um, you're like, you know, my, bags like clothing can really <laughs> help and you're like and you're just like so okay. yeah I'm like black is no. not my color I understand no I, it, <laughs> you know what black's not my color either but I I have a ring light Ariel just so, for yeah, those I of you listening yeah. to this as a podcast which is almost all of you um Ariel just popped a little background on of the San Francisco bridge on her zoom oh. call yeah which on we her love zoom call. so um, that's where do you pretty- live where do you live Ariel San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco no. Street. Uh, San Francisco um, Street. Wait, I'm going to try on every single color, but yeah. I already know that like any color but blue and greens mm-hmm. um, are cute on me. Anyway, um, I mean, are bad on me. I live in Brooklyn in nice. Clinton Hill. I love, uh, I love Clinton Hill. Do you really? I love it. I used to live, I used to live near like Fort Green, but I would go to Clinton Hill sometimes. And it's, it's so adorable there. I love Fort it there. Okay, I fell down I- in Fort Green once because I was laughing at someone's puke on the street. And then I like, <laughs> I didn't fall in it, but I fell down. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Were you drunk or was Let's it just it was it so again. funny? Was I drunk? No. My um, fiance was saying, was laughing that someone He's like, that puke looks like if someone ate a full family size Stouffer's mac and cheese and then threw up in a pumpkin. And I was like, <laughs> ha ha ha, like, marry me. And then I fell, fully fell down. Like, my arms didn't catch me. 
we were going to the train to go both going to work <sighs> that's a beautifully romantic bonding story and And for to happen in clinton hill of all places yeah it happened on fart green it was it was (laughs) you know where the ghost coffee is yes yeah hungry ghost the hungry ghost hungry ghost that's how i I feel i have a free (laughs) i have a punch card with a free coffee from there that i i I was gonna use it and then the one near me closed down i was like okay i guess i can never get my free coffee no come let's have coffee let's have well, oh, all yeah. have your free coffee. Out. Wait, which yeah, one definitely. do you live? Which one do you live near? I don't know. I thought there was only one. No, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Uh, the one that's by Fort Greene. I'm mm-hmm. like really close to the park. Fort so Greene Park. One, yeah, the one. I don't think I've been to that one. I thought that's why we were talking about Hungry yeah. Ghosts. It's like on the side of the Lauren shopping puked. center. No, Lauren fell over laughing yeah. because of the puke outside of the Fort Greene Hungry Ghosts. But I used to live near. The Green Point, a hungry ghost. Oh, Green Point. I always get yes. Fort Green and Green Point confused, even though Fort I Green Point. Fort Green Point. We're going to the fort. Okay, sick. Well, then I'll just have to go to another location and use it. Just come to mind. Well, I we'll might have, just go yeah. to Ariel's and we'll hang out. Eileen, we're asking you to hang out, and you're like making it so complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need to be wooed a little bit more. Okay, I'm we'll gonna... bring you to Carl's, and you can get some cheesecake afterwards. <gasps> Who's Carl? The fuck is Carl? Who the fuck is Ariel? Don't even explain it. Don't even explain it. Juniors. That's why I'm mixing up Carl Juniors and Juniors Cheesecake. Anyways, Uh, okay. Um. So Ariel, obviously, you got it. You. We all love you. (laughs) People may know you from Orgasmic, your Mm -hmm. incredible meme page that is super famous, super funny, and is your job. Yeah. Uh, wait, was there a question there? Like, I, I take it away. The question is speak on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tell um, us about Buffy. Tell us about Buffy fan 94. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. And when? when I was in college, I don't know what my handle used to be, but I changed it to Buffy fangirl 94. When I was really high one night, I was like, wouldn't it be so funny if I made my Instagram handle something that would be like my AIM username? And I was in SDT, which is a Jewish sorority. It was next to AAPI. Um, and the AAPI boys thought it was so fucking weird. And they made me feel so self-conscious. And I was a completely different person at that time, but I never changed it. And now I know people know me as a sex influencer, but I really like my proud, proudest achievement has been being a Buffy influencer because so many people have DM me that they started watching it, that it's changed our lives. Um, and I think everybody should watch it in the pandemic. It will teach you a lot. Anyway, so that was my, my personal page. But then I started growing a little bit on there because fans from Orgasmic would go to the personal um, and when the recent conflict was going on with Palestine and, um, Israel, uh, I started getting targeted for talking about anti-Semitism and what my beliefs are and stuff. Um, and some people helped me get it back, but it was just like deleted forever. So now mm-hmm. orgasmic is my personal page. Um, and I'm losing a lot of followers there now too, because it's like, I'm not just, a, a meme page. I'm a person. Mm-hmm. And when people don't like my opinions or my thirst traps, um, they're like, what is this page doing? Like unfollowing. And it does hurt a little bit, but not, 
not really. It's just like making space for people who do like me, but it's just, it's crazy to see how many people think that meme pages are like AI generated, or it's like a whole team working behind it when it's really just one person and it's like a character outlet. So that's been sort of a, a little identity crisis for me. Yeah. What is that, that sounds really frustrating to have people assume that it is a, that a, a sex meme page is a professional, like, you know, TD bank. And if TD bank CEO started taking like sexy <laughs> thirst traps, they would be like, unfollow. I followed you for your professional. And you're like, I am a sex meme page. Yeah. You fucking rock candy. Like stop. I would be so, so upset if my Instagram got deleted. I mean, yeah, I just sucks. can't, that fucking blows. I'm sorry like, that happened. Thank you. Um, it's happened a bunch over the years and why, I think it why just, does it keep happening? Well, I'm either too sexy on the internet or I'm too proud of being a Jewish woman mm-hmm. and being Jewish right now is pretty scary and like controversial. It's mm-hmm. controversial if you're an anti-Semite or whatever. And then um, being in like the sex game and Instagram constantly changing its algorithm, I can be so easily reported. Or if like I post an OnlyFans link that could be Mm. taken down. Mm. And the more that you get reported, the bigger flag that there is on you. But now that I'm verified, I don't think I can be deleted. So I'm less scared, but um, Mm. I just don't even want to be on social media anymore is the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes you feel that tickly feeling that social media used to give you or that Buffy still gives you every day? Where do you, well, where is your next move that, that makes you feel good? Maybe not even like strategically, but what are you like? I really like doing this in a way that I used to like making memes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I love doing, I love creating funny educational content and I've been doing a lot of like speaking things for like panels or um, talking to students about like the connection between sex and Judaism. And my podcast Balls Deep is really fun Um, because podcasting is so different than Instagram because you're just like, I mean, you guys know you're with your best friend. You're like sitting on the floor around a table, whatever. It's so casual. And then you just get lost in it. Like I black out when I'm podcasting. Does that happen to you guys? (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes I listen to them back when I'm editing and I'm like, I don't remember talking about this. (laughs) Like but (laughs) little calm, physical comedy. (laughs) Um, Look at my hair. hair Do you ever think about... Do you ever think about starting like a new Instagram that's like Buffy Fangirl 93? <laughs> I have. I made like a bring Buffy back and I was, well, what do you guys think about this? Changing Horgasmic to Buffy Fangirl 94. Ooh, that could be good. Cause then it's like you, okay. So you have your built-in audience, the people that are like, oh, oh I was only here for the memes. They'll leave. And then you have just the people who really like you. Yeah. And because can you do that if you're verified? Can you change your handle? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I guess what I guess. Yeah. You should be able to. It's just like branding is so important. And I think people see Horgasmic as an, an, uh, a A brand. Yeah. Brand. It's uh, an asset. So many followers. If I switch and just be myself, 
I'm like dropping that brand, Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. but it was a hobby of mine that turned Mm -hmm. into a career. Like I used to be just a journalist at a Jewish media company and now I work Mm -hmm. for a sex company. Uh, So I just don't know what to do. You guys. Yeah. What if you take, you turn up the Ariel content in orgasmic, introduce yourself. My name's Ariel and sex is my game. Judaism is my fame, my pe- you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and nice. then you. when you trans, <laughs> when you tr- change your name to Buffy, like do a TikTok of like your history and what happened, you know, so your users can be like, you know, here's 10 seconds of what the transition is. So when you go back to Buffy 94, Buffy girl 94, mm-hmm. they're like, she already explained this to me or everyone can just listen to this podcast and then they'll totally already be caught up in depth. Unabashed. That is, I think that last one is it. And what we can do is we can make QR code stickers of this episode and plaster everywhere in New York city. Yes. Okay. I have actually like, when I was like graduating college, I had this idea where I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to print 10,000 headshots and I'm just going to put them like on every single pole in all of New York city. And, and then, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like every pole that I can find indoors and outdoors, I'm going to put it there. And then like Jimmy Fallon is going to be like, who the fuck is this girl plastering her face literally everywhere? And then I would get on Jimmy Fallon like for that, for that stunt. So we could do that with the QR code. I think that's totally doable. might be, it might be a lot in like, Mm -hmm. in like the print bill. Yeah. I think it's worth it because as somebody who walks around with their camera on and also now I guess my flashlight on my phone unintentionally Uh, all the time like I'm fucking 96 years old mm -hmm. I will probably pick up QR codes unintentionally (laughs) I will subscribe to mailing lists I am a beach body coach by accident because my (laughs) phone camera was on wait do you have TikTok Ariel what is it yeah wait every you guys Every time someone says something, then the other one comes in with a question and then, and then I'm like, sorry. no, oh, I mean, that's so funny. You guys up. just say so many things that like, I want to respond to. It's wiser. And our brains are like going 300 miles an hour. Oh. I, yeah. I love, I love running. Wait, are you beating yourself up? Because I said that. Yeah. N- yes. Or now you no, saw my no, hair not, and you not. know that I have thin hair and now you're wait, I, I like totally miss that hat thing too. I just kind of, I, your thin hair, my hair's thin. My hair's disgusting right now. It's like, wait, yeah. is this you on TikTok? That's you? Yeah. No, no, that's not me. Who is that? <laughs> uh, I think I'm Buffy fangirl. Okay. Horgasmic no. is someone. Buffy fangirl 94. Yeah. There you are. Oh my God. I'm following you right now. We're obs- on this pod. We're obsessed with TikTok. We talk about it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. I like literally never go on. Like, oh, wait. Oh. Are you watching Porn. No, it was a tick a TikTok just opened. No, um, watching porn, and that is shameful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do watch a lot of porn. I do wait. If you're gonna watch any of my videos, watch the one, watch the third one. That's my favorite, and that's it. Okay. That's all I have to say. Don't even look at the other ones. Watch the third one. Okay, guys. And we're and we can find you where on TikTok, Ariel? You can find me at BuffyFangirl94 on Twitter and TikTok. And watch only her third video <laughs> on TikTok only. and then delete the app. It was You'll posted on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you guys nice. the story of when I worked at Almond NYC, 
which is a restaurant on 23rd street in Flatiron, and it was valentine's day okay the time mm-hmm. of valens and mm-hmm. we were booked we had a prefix menu we had three waves of customers coming in it was the coldest day of the winter and eileen ariel before you hopped onto the pod we were talking about how her restaurant right now in new york with these heat waves air conditioner breaks down and people still sit in the restaurant and are like it's hot. I'll have the muscles and I'll have a side of bread. And you're like, you don't have to be in this restaurant. <laughs> to leave. Like it's no. disgusting to see mm-hmm. people sweating and fighting through a meal like Bruce Bugtrotter and Matilda, like ready to puke. <laughs> oh, and then they're, they're complaining to us. And Eileen and I were saying, I'll do it again. Eileen. Hi waitress. It's really hot. It's hot in here. Okay, you can leave. Do you want me to pack that up for you to go? We were saying <laughs> that's we, you like you can't say that, but we no. want to say that. <laughs> we want to have dumb bitch energy and say that to our. You just start oh. like blowing on them, like. <sighs> <laughs> that is really good. I should just start blowing on them. You want me to fan your? Like, don't worry, don't you? worry. I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. It's fine. <laughs> um, and I already had you know, Delta. I'm actually, <laughs> I actually have a permit where I'm allowed to blow on people. Yeah. <laughs> In this restaurant. <laughs> Ariel, we have we have to take a tiny break to do you stop i have a story i've to finish my story oh okay i know we're all i'm so sorry we're all over the place the energy today is chaotic dude that is my the only energy i can relate to okay good okay so yeah thank you um so what happened was in valentine's day at almond nyc in 2017 the it was the coldest day of the year and in almond in the hottest day the ac would break and in the coldest day the pipes would burst because water gets in the pipes and expands and bursts Science. so we get ready for service and a drip is happening <sighs> and then all of a sudden it starts pouring like jumanji through the ceiling inches of water the the ceiling had filled with thousands of gallons of water from this burst pipe it's valentine's day all these douchebags and douchettes are coming in for <laughs> Valentine's and they are standing in the freezing cold because water is pouring out of the restaurant and freezing into an ice skating rink in front of the restaurant. I and- will show you a picture. I will post this picture on our Instagram when your episode airs, Ariel. Mm. It was out of bounds. So they were just still trying to go into the restaurant. They were still trying to go into the restaurant. We had people for months coming in and saying, you ruined my relationship. I was supposed to have a pre-feed meal with my honey and I want a free bottle of wine because of what happened. Can you believe first? So the water was pouring and then it was refreezing on the floor. It was freezing as soon as it went outside because it was such a cold day. That makes it like a fun experiential like date, like. Yeah, have your dinner and then like go ice skating. Exactly. It's like the Rainforest Cafe. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that is insane. I have more. I have Did more. people get wet? We we did not get wet. No. Did customers get wet? No, we didn't let them in because there's like oh, electrical oh, okay. cords going all over the floor. I don't well, know at how least well you can see that. I mean, thank God it was didn't happen while people were sitting oh, at I the see. tables. It was so funny because we had done like the beginning of our first seating and people took their like cocktails and like walked out into the street with them and just left (laughs) with their wine glasses. And we were like, (gasps) bless up. Oh my God. Your customers are 
so rude. Who, Ariel, they were the right? deranged. Like we had, okay, my last story, I know we, we're, we're on a time crunch at this point. We once had somebody come in with a Celine bag, the Celine phantom bag, which is the one with like, it looks like it's like pussy lips have like been blown out from both sides. Wait, that's okay. I think I know what you mean. It's Wait. very expensive. It's $10,000. Wait, what's she it was going again? Celine phantom bag. Okay. Thanks. If you want to donate one to me, email me at crazyhoppot at gmail.com. I will take it. Oh, um, okay. She had her laptop, her passport, her wallet, everything. And she's sitting at the bar and someone picked her bag up and stole it. And she said, <gasps> I'm going on a flight. They stole this bag with all of my things in it. We looked on the camera. The person who stole it is sitting in the restaurant eating and it's under their jacket. So, of course, the dinkhole managers are like, you, one of your, us are, one of us, the waiters, have to go breeze by the coat and see no. if we can expose a corner of the purse, and then we'll call the police on this person. So we, being Detective Elliot Stabler, walk <laughs> over there and knock the coat off, and there's the purse. The guy gets arrested. We make him sign his check with his hands behind his back. He tips 20%. What? Wait, how did he sign it? He did, like, Mickey Mouse ears, and he gave us 20% tip. <gasps> Wait, that is so insane. It was um, out of control. And also the worst part was our managers were like, you guys have to work as police officers now. No. And I'm like, I would be like, I am not doing that. They have I, the video. Like they had the yeah. video. Yeah. None but in the meantime, necessary. they were like, go, go like do some detective work on this, this thief. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm a server and yeah. I'm going to go home in two hours and forget this happened. Right. So <laughs> leave me alone. Please leave me. That is insane. Um, That's where I used to work. Yeah. Wow. What a wild story. You're That's kind crazy. of a hero. Yeah, you are for that for that woman. With the In so bag. many ways. Yeah. Um, so, Ariel, we actually have a quick um, ad that we have to do. Sponsor. We have a sponsor. Hi. We want to just say up front, we're having a blast with you. And I'm so sorry for what's about to roll in this we're... cold front of just horribleness. Yeah, we're really sorry. And, and I, I already am. missed the relationship we had before I had to read this ad, but I'm really sorry. Okay. I'm going to mm-hmm. vape on this pen while you do that. Please vape. Do. Oh, wish I was in the room with you, girl, because this is going to hurt. Are you dying to take a bath but do not have a tub? Or is your tub so weird and small that when you lay down in it, you feel like a stingray in one of those touch tanks at the zoo, all exposed and sticking out of the water? Next time you need to soak the day away, use Tubs B&B, a tub excursion like no other. Yes, you are renting a tub in someone else's home. No, the homeowner has not left the home while you're using the tub, but they will retain a three-room radius between you and the bathroom at all times. Yes, all tub B&Bs come with a concierge driver who picks you up in a black Escalade and acts as a bodyguard between you and the family whose tub you are using. (laughs) Our guarantee is that the tub is deep, spotlessly clean, already full, and a bit too hot to get into just yet as soon as you arrive. Our promise is that you will never look lock eyes with the homeowners whose tub you are using. And our wish for you is a dream <laughs> bath that reminds you of being back in the room. Tub B&B, wet your ass pussy. I am. So, wow. So We're really sorry about that. Embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our worst yet. The worst part was I was talking to Denise who runs tub B&B and she loves that tagline at the end wet your ass pussy it's a play on wet ass pussy and she will not drop it and it's actually like really gonna hurt the brand but 
it also you kind of has it. nothing to do with i mean like yes you're getting your ass and pussy wet but it's like so much more than that it's like a tub anyway i literally i literally google tub b and b what came up real no oh, yeah what's the first san francisco is the first hit but i think that's um it, the, the computer wow. was listening to you know the background mm-hmm. it's just your cookies telling it that you're in san fran it's just my cookies wow. and my cookies mm-hmm. um that was so funny kind of a good so. idea honestly thank you that's just real something you have to do for dollars dollar dollar bills so ariel i feel like so you because you are so funny and you write a lot and you make these funny memes but you, you don't thank do stand up do you no i'll tell you why yeah why tell us tell us um, I hate repeating myself. I mm. hate inauthenticity. Um, mm. my, I have such social anxiety that, uh, my, my mom is an analyst. So like growing up with a therapist, like it's just a little cuckoo like that. And my dad is a psychiatrist. So wow. I'm just like a little bit neglected. Um, (laughs) I am calling the police on them (laughs) daily. Where's Dyfus? No, but my brother Elon like basically raised me and he like he's the best. Um, wait, is he older than you? Yeah, yeah. Do you think I'm no, Eileen? He's he's I thought he was younger, I thought he was like 24. No, I guess not. I don't know why I thought that didn't wait 24 he's your age he was born in 92 oh okay and i'm two years younger. He was younger for some reason okay oh that's cute probably because he's a baby face but like a million muscles i think it's because Ooh. i think it's because he's married and i think he's he must didn't he get married like super young yeah like 25 i think that he said one day like oh yeah, I got married when I was 25. He just looked so young to me that I was like, oh, so you must have like just gotten married. But anyway, I'm going to cut this out. Elon, don't listen to this. Yeah, um, bye-bye, Elon. Sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Um, <laughs> bye-bye. What was I saying? Oh, being neglected. Yes. Uh, and so I, I didn't really like, I think I used to be pretty angry as a child. <laughs> it was like cries for help that were not met. So that's why... I eventually went to fat camp having used food as my, <gasps> um, my first addiction, baby's mm. first addiction. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Mine too. Also. Mine three. Yeah. And that's why like, we're all ENFP campaigners mm-hmm. or like creative. Yes. Cause you think outside the box, how do I sneak this food into my room without mm-hmm. seeing? Oh my God. You're literally <laughs> like speaking into my brain right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm constantly thinking about that less now, but still, still sometimes. <laughs> Even out of your parents' house. Um, I do. Okay. When I was little, my dream was like, one day I'm going to have a house to myself and I'm going to be able to drink as much half and half out of the pint as I want. And you know what, ladies? I do. Oh, wow. Dreams come true. Dreams come true. It manifested it truly. Wow. Um, uh, The the thing about stand-up, so like, because my mom 
didn't have time to remember stuff about me. She's an amazing, lovely woman. Okay. Everyone mm-hmm. does the best they can, mm-hmm. but, um, I have, a, I don't like repeating myself. I'm soft spoken. Mm-hmm. If, Oh, you didn't like hear what I said. Like you're not interested. Cause I suck. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. perform constantly. The social anxiety is like, um, like if I'm not interesting enough, if I can't make you laugh, then I'm worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you guys asked me earlier, like, what is the next thing that will like make, that makes me excited to do? It is um, like, if I have an outline of research and then I just joke through it. So it's like that educational humor and with stand up, you have to work on a tight 10. Like it's, you're perfecting the performance every time. Mm-hmm. And that is scary to me because it represents, um, what I think is bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's you did cool. have a mother for an analyst because you've really analyzed yourself. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really good. Good work. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's very interesting. I feel so much of what you just said, like wholeheartedly. Yeah. Do you also like it. hate being around children? Cause you have to be like fake and always repeat yourself and people, they like, don't get you the first time. No, I fucking love kids. And I, I just sort of talk to them like they're adults. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to be a mother. But like, oh, yay. <laughs> do you, do you guys want kids? Or are you just happy? I, for I love, I'm happy for you. I love kids. I don't think I want kids, but I do love, I love kids also. Well, you can babysit mine something. I'll someday. babysit your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can bring them to Ghost Coffee and Fart Point. <laughs> Brooklyn. Yes. And then get puppuccinos. <laughs> I, I want eight puppuccinos for them. And <laughs> all the kids get puppuccinos. Yeah. I think I'm just surprised. I think you struck me as someone who probably didn't want children. So I it's it, but it's great to hear that you do, because I think people who are like really honest with themselves about who they are and really do the work of healing, like are the best parents because they're not passing on generational trauma and their own trauma and like putting it onto innocent children. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The buck starts here. Yeah. 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 Or stop. Stop. Starts, starts here. No, I like it. Starts here. It's a buck. Starts here. It's a buck and it's also and it's chucking. Speaking, speaking as a coven of women who have all sounds like, uh, had disordered eating, eating disorders, all of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. raising women, Raising girls, which I better fucking have. I'm not raising no little dick in jeans inside of me for nine months. Baby penis. No. Mm-mm. Um, Absolutely not. It's pretty messed up to it's like, ha- like have a pe like, ew, that's like pedophilic almost. Yeah. Like that. Well, penis it's, I don't, I'm not, it's not me. pedophilic because yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I hate the little <laughs> balloon balls and the little acorn dick. Oh and then God. you're going to have to put it in jeans and baby jeans. Wait, you don't have to buy jeans. You do. <laughs> you, don't have to. you do. You put them in leggings. Put them in leggings. Put them in khakis. Oh, no. Because then I, you, if I put A the baby in leggings, you're going to see the whole situation. Disgusting. Mm. No, he's wearing um, a diaper. He's wearing yeah, a diaper. It's wearing, so it's the bulge is actually everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's that's fair. Um, no, I'm going to let my baby pee and poop in his pants. Because <laughs> um, I don't want to look at his gross little front and back. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my God, I'm I'm very excited one day to show a little girl that like 
Hey, you don't have to Google like Russian gymnast diet and then eat a pound of pasta (laughs) at midnight by yourself because you're like trying to starve yourself, you know, like, and Mm -hmm. I can't wait to be that example. And a lot of times, Ariel, I have thought, do I want my comedy to be uh, like health at every size, eating disorder, recovery, um, body ambivalence, you know, neutrality yeah body neutrality kind of work around comedy but I feel the same way you do about stand-up where it's like I you know we have friends who have like amazing sets and when you see them do the same set and it's getting better and better that whole concept to me is like maybe I should only do improv because a I'm work phobic b I don't want to say the same thing over and over it seems Mm -hmm. really disingenuous which is why I'm a fucking idiot at sales because as soon as you tell me to sell you something i'm like uh i'm sweating dude dude, i I tried selling a a couch on facebook market it was my old roommates who were splitting the price and i put it on (laughs) i gave the most honest review i was like this couch is really like fashion not function it's actually Mm -hmm. like it's really uncomfortable i actually hate this couch Mm -hmm. um and someone comes over they pay me and i'm like do you want to see it first like sit on it it's like it actually is so uncomfortable yeah yeah you don't even sit in it they just take it Uh (laughs) i mean i like that because that you're being honest like i don't want and i do this all the time when i'm serving i'll be someone will be like oh is this good and i'll be like it's not great i'll be like it's not and then they trust me because why i shouldn't be saying that but i don't care i also don't give a fuck so Mm -hmm. yeah right but but yeah like if you're being honest that that's good that makes me trust you more Thank you. I'm heading mm-hmm. to the book of life. That that's like the nice list in Jewish talk. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yep. you. You're on it. Um, You're already on it. So you guys do both only do improv and you have the crazy hot show is always improv. Uh, no, we do write bits for the, for the live show. Um, okay. and we do improv and I, do, I don't do stand up, but I do comedy songs that I, um, that are so good. My my most famous song, which I was also just talking about earlier, is called "I Have a Crush on Every Boy," and it's just about how it's pretty self-explanatory. I have a crush on every okay. boy. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it after. Okay, oh, it's yeah, it's on it's on fire. your curb. Um, wait, and... with the Teen Girl Squad? No. If you put in YouTube, like I have a crush on every boy, Eileen Hanley, <sighs> it should pop. But up. that is Teen Girl Squad. I have a crush on it. Oh, what year did that come out? Because I didn't get it from them mm-hmm. before you. <laughs> it was it's Homestar Runner. Any of us were born. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Teen Girl Squad. Uh, Ugly you one. You can go to the thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> oh my the god. Ugly one. The ugly one. <laughs> but it's so. It's just you. Just seem like someone who would do stand up. But I to- I get why you don't. And but also- I love that you think I could. Yeah, cuz you have I mean, like a like shut up, could. listen. I'm bad, I'm sexy, and you're going to listen to me and then you leave and people are like, "Oh my god." And gosh, you're going to laugh. So That's the thing that I think people have misconceptions about stand up. It's like it's not just like the Marvel's Mrs. Maisel where you get up on stage and you spout funny things. It's mm-hmm. work and it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. to write 5 minutes of pure funniness. Like mm-hmm. that's very difficult and people think it's like well, it's only five minutes. Like, you know, you just, you just get up there and you say it and you do it. It's like, no, no, no. It's um, way harder than that. I have to go pee pee. <gasps> okay. Be right back. Does okay. anybody else want to break? Quick break? Yeah. Quick yeah. Break? I'll pee. I'll pee. Okay. Yeah. I'll pee. All right. Are you really, or you just want to fit in? 
I, I really, here's the thing. I don't know. Oh, I don't like. Eileen, yeah. Eileen probably I, has to shit. I could. It's more <laughs> likely that I would need to poop, but I actually don't I need to pee. But if if you are gonna go pee, I'll go empty the tank. You know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I took so, Adderall, so like my my bladder is like smaller. Okay, great. Do you have to pee? Yeah, I just we're having such a oh, good time talking right now. I know, okay. but go pee, go pee. I'll pee too, and we'll come back. We'll be all refreshed. We'll be all refreshed. Hello. Oh my god, looks like someone else had to shit. Did you have to shit? Um, I just I didn't have to, but like I did. <laughs> it's just I, a little... Do you have IBS? No. You don't. Do you know that, or are you? Do you don't think you do? <laughs> You think I have IBS because I'm a Jew. That's no. it. No, <laughs> I think you have IBS because you didn't know you were going to shit and then you did. Um, No, I said I didn't have to. I didn't have to poop, but I did. Yeah, but see, that to me sounds sus. What I'm saying is I could have kept the poop in. It wasn't bothering me. Okay. All right. I guess that that is not IBS because <laughs> oh. the second there is poop in me, I it needs to be out like immediately. Like I have to poop instantly. Like diarrhea? More just, yeah, no, it's just like holding poop is not something I can do. Like I'm certain that I will probably be incontinent one day. Knock on wood. I don't want to be. <laughs> I, I don't want to be. Knock on wood that I'm right. Myself, <laughs> myself, <laughs> if I'm lucky, fingers crossed. <laughs> knowing myself though, it's like literally I... It'll be, it'll come on. It'll come over me like in a second. And I'll yeah. be like, I, I'm going to poop like right now. I like those poop feelings. <laughs> and then, <we're- laughs> well, no, this is why out. we're twinsies, oh. Ariel. Cause like I can hold my poop and it's always a choice. Like I like when my body's telling me, yeah, you don't want that so choice on you. Alarm. If mm-hmm. you choose, if you choose no, and then you're somewhere else and you, you're like, I should have pooped earlier oh, when yeah. my body suggested uh-uh. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a little reminder yeah it sucks like when you're okay a personal it's not a, uh, sorry I just like I just got caught in my own anxieties in my head I was walking home the other day I really 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 <laughs> had to shit hadn't shit in so long I'm like this is gonna be a good one I know it yes, but yeah. there's a time frame between when you um uh hedgehog it back what's it called turtling turtle head uh, turtling or prairie yeah. dogging prairie dogging but it, it yeah and it just all comes back into you and then it's like you're never gonna get that out again it's just sort of stuck there like a brick mm-hmm. in your st- in your stomach is that what yeah <laughs> yeah your stomach yeah yeah mm-hmm. your poop gets then. made in <laughs> like you just ate it back up but the wrong way yeah the mm-hmm. po- your stomach makes poop that's how i maintain my physique i just shit and then it and then it resupplies me with nutrients mm-hmm. you heard mm-hmm. it here first fecal reabsorption hot. it's real it's real and that's how ariel keeps her tight tight little bod that listen this is true and also you sometimes when they need to repopulate your gut with good bacteria yeah they have the poop they smoothie. literally do dookie drops inside of you inside that's your hole. That is, is that real. real. It's real. It's sadly it is real. They mm-hmm. like take someone's poop and they put it in a smoothie and then you drink it. And <laughs> no, that's not real. It is. It I is promise real. you. Sadly, it is, it real. is real. Look, Ariel, load that up on your tabs of things you're gonna look into after the pod. <laughs> watch Teen Girl Squad. Watch Eileen. Look at poop smoothies. Poop smoothie. Yeah. 
watch Teen Girl Squad. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna binge Teen Girl Squad right mm-hmm. after watching the music yeah. video. Josh. Hell yeah. There's one where like the ugly one falls in a hole. Do you remember that? Where she's like, oh, it's my boyfriend, quarterback Rick Salomon. And she's like, <laughs> I love you, Rick. <laughs> did you I, did you create Homestar Runner? Like, I you- wish. Homestar <laughs> Runner was a website I would type in the full URL to go to back in the day. WW like w.homestarrunner.com. Sometimes I even did the backslash because I knew exactly what sub page I wanted to go to. Oh, that is so cute. Yeah. I, I would have hung out with you when you were little. Oh, Aileen, sure. you, I would, I have to hang out with you today. <gasps> but we Likewise. wouldn't back then. We'd be just, enemies. I mean, you didn't see Teen Girls. You didn't watch I didn't. Homestar. Yeah. No, I didn't. You weren't. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Eileen was on you? dates yeah. with somebody who brought his best friend as a child. And then the best friend was like intimidating Eileen. Remember that story, Eileen? I love it. Wait, the what? Sex in the City, I... Sex in the City vixen story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a fun name. I, when I yeah. was like, when I was like, I was like thirteen, like, and I was like hanging out with the guy that I had a crush on, like, you know, it's not a date, but it's like, to, in my mind, like, it was totally a date. Like, we hugged at the end. It was like, oh my god, oh my god. And he was hanging out with his other friend who was a girl, and she was like totally so confident and like she was you know the girl best friend and I was like so intimidated by her and she was like so who's your favorite sex in the city vixen and I was like vixen I was like I'm not allowed to watch sex in the city I'm 13 I I came here on a boat from the island that I live on Mm -hmm. that's true that's true what what, which island and which boat uh peaks island it's off the coast of Portland Maine okay it's okay. just a very, very small island. Wow. I I had to take a boat to school every day. Like, so really? I really, yeah. So I couldn't hang out with people a lot. So the fact that I was even like hanging out with this kid was like such a big deal to me. And then like this bitch that's is why like, you're so funny. I thanks so because funny. I was isolated. As that's a true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ariel, you're so wise. And you have so much worldly advice and views that I know you're dying to give. And we have some questions from our listeners that we would like you to help us answer. Okay, fun. Some advice cues. Is that cool? Would you be okay yeah. with that? Yeah, I love that. Okay. Okay, sick. See, this is also why we're twins because you probably also love giving advice in group settings and one-on-one settings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. That's my hobby. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Do you listen to the podcast... Dear Sugars? No, no. I have listened to them before, like once. I mean, it's fire, right? Yeah. It's Cheryl Strayed and Steve Almond who get real letters that are like, break your heart. Like, oh, yeah, it's like are, chicken soup for the us uh, soul. That's what I think. I think it's a little too sad for me. I think they're not like funny questions. They are like, it's like my... Like my mom died and like, I'm having a really hard time. It's like, uh, but they're not all like rip your heart out. Sometimes they're like Carrie Underwood before he cheats, like run up scenarios Mm -hmm. where it's like, I know my husband's cheating on me, but I also know he just got diagnosed with like lung cancer. What do I do? And they drop some, some knowledge that is like (laughs) so powerful, Mm -hmm. so empowering, so compassionate. It's a amazing podcast. Okay. Anyway, so this will not be like that. This will not so be no like pressure. <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be a little more cash. A little more cash. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, Eileen, I'll read this first one. Yeah, you read the first one. 
Dear Lauren and Eileen and Arielle Orgasmic and, and Buffy Fan 94. Buffy Girl 94? Fangirl. You can call me whatever you want. Buffy mm-hmm. Fangirl 94. Yeah. Buffy Fangirl 94. Buff bitch. Mm-hmm. Buff bunny. Uh, my arms um, are so strong you can't even see them. <laughs> They're being swallowed into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my boyfriend and I are long distance and I'm going to visit him in a few weeks for 10 days. I took off work and couldn't wait to go see him. He just told me that not only did he not take off work the days I'm going to be there, he even picked up another project that will require him to stay late a few of the days. I am so sad and hurt by this. It was my understanding that we'd have the whole time off together. Am I in the wrong for thinking I'd have him all to myself? How do I bring this up in a nice way, but also let him know that I'm hurt? Sincerely, working girlfriend. I think that. Wait, can I just jump in? Yeah, wait, yeah, okay. you're up first, always. Oh yeah, I'm up first. I think that uh, it doesn't matter what, like, the reality of the situation is. All that matters is that you bring up your concerns to your partner because if you don't and even if you are like overreacting um it will eat at you and like you'll build resentment against this man and men are stupid Mm -hmm. and don't understand how sensitive women can be but they don't understand why we react the way we do to the things they do. And this is like a universal thing. So just like bring it up and um, try not to get frustrated if he doesn't understand your point of view. Mm-hmm. Boom. What do That's you guys it. think? That's it? That's it. That's okay. it. Am I, I think that, I mean, I, I do agree with that. I, I also think it's not like he should have taken the days off work. I think like you're going to come visit for 10 days and you took off work and he's taking on extra work like while you're there visiting that feels rude to me like I I would I would definitely talk to him about it and be like this really hurt me here's why in the future you know if I am coming to visit you I'm taking off work I want to see you I want to spend time with you right and if you come visit me I'm taking off work I want to you know And then I also think, I don't know, maybe like, did he do, does he do this a lot? Did he do it on purpose? Like, is he actually breaking up with you? That's where my mind goes immediately, which maybe is not good, but like, no, it's sus. It's sus. Yeah. Um, But I agree that like, you have to say something because otherwise you'll just build resentment. I'm like, we, we know so little details about them. I guess I'm wondering from his point of view, maybe he fucked up at work and like has to do this stuff or like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there could be a reason for why he did all that. Mm -hmm. And you can't just be mad and like, and then like bring it up when like he spills some milk and then you're like, you don't even love me. Yeah. Cause that's how it goes. Yeah. Fucking milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I would hear him out, hear his side. Don't even touch the milk. Like, you know, probably thinking like, oh, you did that because you don't love me is an overreaction. I would say definitely an overreaction. Yeah. But I would still get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. That's why I like your advice, Ariel, because community just getting it out, even just blurting Mm -hmm. it out, walking into the room and being like, Mm -hmm. I'm very upset. Follow me into this room. Um, and then you gotta leave like a a, a trail of breadcrumbs though, because like they absolutely. sometimes they lose their way. Yeah. And 
maybe that's he really it. has maybe he has no idea. Maybe he has no idea that that was not cool to no, do. No, that's because, it. like you said, men are stupid. They are, stupid. are so stupid. And when but but that's not to say that they're not without their why. You know, they overlook a lot of things because they're trying to get one thing done. Mm-hmm. So once you understand their why, you know, it could be scary. It could be, well, I didn't think you would care, which is, a, you know, we need to have a conversation about our love languages, mm-hmm. that this is not something I accept or expect, but also to be compassionate to, well, like you guys were saying, oh, maybe something happened at work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is mm-hmm. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you, you know, on the the person who wrote into us side, be prepared to say, this is why this hurts me. This is the message I get from this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you fact check those for me before I like in- swallow before them. I freak out. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. That's that tough. That was answer, great advice. Everyone. Yeah. Okay. okay. We just have one more question. <clears throat> Crazy hot. My therapist is about to drop me. She said I need to stop saying, get in bitches, we're going to therapy into the intercom when the front desk rings me in. What? She said that I used up a lot of her time when I called my insurance to have them put mentally sick but physically thick on my records. I assumed it would be a great joke, but she would never forget. Guess not. She is the best therapist in the greater Duxbury area. That's right. I live in Massachusetts. Gah, pilgrim alert. (laughs) (laughs) if my therapist like drops me drops me i will be so sad and i don't want to start from the beginning again with another one i've been dropped from a personal trainer before apparently i did one too many jokes where i pretended to choke on food during our session and it sucks (laughs) being a cut up is a huge part of my personality and i just do not see why my therapist of all people cannot embrace that i don't want to change me but i don't want to lose her what the fuck does your girl do hugs not drugs my guy six flags heiress wow is that real real, yes it is real yes it's real real. i think that this person could be borderline Mm. Mm -hmm. borderline personality disorder Mm -hmm. bpd sounds Mm -hmm. like it previously Mm -hmm. known as bipolar disorder no longer or was different Oh, but it was bipolar. I don't know. Borderline. I got really into this when I watched United States of Terra, and that is about multiple personalities. But I think that's something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah. Uh, well, borderline is just like you don't really have a sense of self and um, like out of body like experiences. I mean, honestly, my mom just says it all the time, and like all therapists think everyone. They think that everyone is borderline and they're probably true. I mean, right. Um, Wow. With borderline personality disorder, you have an intense fear of abandonment or instability. You may have difficulty tolerating being alone, yet inappropriate anger, impulsiveness, and frequent mood swings may push others away, even though you want to have long and lasting relationships. Mm. Yeah. So, or, you know, (laughs) a, 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 perhaps this person is on the spectrum. Like it mm-hmm. seems that they mm-hmm. are, they're doing, they're not compassionate to someone else's mm-hmm. pain. They do not want to change, which mm-hmm. is like arrogant. And it just, there's like a lot of, this is not normal. It, it's, it's not normal. 
es normal. It's definitely not normal. Mm-mm. No, it's not a pro. It's not socially acceptable to uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, never take constructive criticism. And this is the second time that it's happened. Mm-hmm. And for a therapist to drop you, it's got to be real bad. Yeah. Because I would say normally my advice would be like, go to therapy, but it's like, oh, your therapist like You're doesn't even want you. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring up to your therapist like, hey, maybe I have borderline. Do you think I could use medication? Or maybe your therapist is actually not supplying you with the tools you need if you feel like they are rejecting you based on your personality when you may or may not have a extenuating diagnosis that needs some addressing. Yeah. I mean, they said they kind of sound like a bad therapist. And um, that's probably why the person who wrote in thinks they're so good. Mm -hmm. Uh May. Yes. And and may I say, I don't know if y'all have ever had um, this interaction with a therapist before, but when I was, I think I was like 20, I went to a therapist and said, I I think I have an eating disorder. Like I know I have an eating disorder. You know, I, I, I knew my eating was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, it sounds like you have it all figured out. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than going to someone who is like the judge, jury and executioner of mental health saying, I think you're fine when you don't feel fine and you haven't felt fine for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when I tell when I tattletale with my other therapist now, they are like, oh, <gasps> it's like Real Housewives, like reunion special. They are like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? They get Dude, so yeah. mad. How That's validating wild. is that, though? It mm-hmm. is so validating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so validating. They are like, they apologize on behalf of the whole profession to me, like, over and over again. Aww. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a great advice for Six Flags yeah. heiress. Like, you, if you're feeling rejected, they work for you, girl. Yeah, that's right. they work for you. Also, mm-hmm. you might benefit from, like, one of those texting therapy things so that... <laughs> So Ooh, you don't, don't have to advice. do any stuff with the intercom and the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is good advice. Even a Zoom thing, mm-hmm. Zoom therapy. You know, mm-hmm. wow, that's that's good advice. I didn't even think of that. That's really good. Crunched it. I'm wow. just like out of the box thinker. <laughs> yeah, you are <laughs> such an out of the box thinker, which mm-hmm. is because of your Capricorn Sun and your Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. Very <laughs> earthy with a Libra moon, which is air. You can read all about it. Just Google if you're curious. If you're not, then fuck me. Who cares? We're we're oh, loading up Arielle on the um homework. She's got to do her human design. Yep, there we go. There we there go. There you go. Why did I write transition to Buffy? Um, because of your Instagram, you were gonna make poor <gasps> guys oh. make Buffy instead. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you have any questions about your notes on the pod, just text me. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll remind you. And we'll okay. catch you up. So, okay. But right now is not a time for deep thinking. It's not no. a time for planning. It's not a time for long distance ideas and thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right now is a time for cataclysmic, a uh, boom, bang, boom. Here's my answer on the, we're on the balls of our feet. Okay. It's called the lightning round. Ever heard of it? And we are going. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just so earnest. Yeah. The crazy hot lightning round is making the rounds in. I have fame in people's heads. That's right. Okay. Honored to be part of it. So I'm, I'm just going to ask you some questions. You answer first thing comes to your head. No, don't think too hard. You know, just first answer, best answer. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. 
three, two, one, go. Here What's your go. favorite meme? Um, it's a meme that I created. It is Homer Simpson in a wedding dress. And he's like, bye mom, I'm getting married. And the caption um, is, um, it's like when he uh, finger fucks me, chokes me and sticks a finger in the butt. <laughs> yes. Of that. <laughs> bye great. mom, I'm getting married. Um, have you seen any of the Bama Rush TikToks? No, but Rachel has told me about them. So I feel included. What are they? Wait, wait, I have seen them. I have. She showed me. Yeah. Wait, what are they, Eileen? They're just like apparent. I don't really know that much about it, but it's like some of the sororities are like showing their, you know, the videos of like the things that they used to do in sororities, like the weird dances people do, like Mm -hmm. um, when they're rushing a sorority and it's, they're just wild. They're so insane. Did you do, did you do something similar in your sorority? Ariel? Well, well, I didn't do like TikTok social media stuff, but well, yeah. during rush for SCT, yeah, you have to like, like clap with your arms up and stuff. And like the ugly girls, we hide in the basement. It's like a whole, whole thing. I, what? How do you hide people you in the hide basement? hide the ugly girls in the basement? And it was so fucked up because we are a Jewish sorority. So. Yeah, that I was so... going to say. Um... <laughs> Wait, that is so mean. Who decides who's ugly? Um, It's just like objective, mm-hmm. you know? It's like a no. Okay, beauty is not objective. So some the the hottest sororities, I think they actually do hide people in the basements. What SDT would do is like the girls who um, were pretty nerdy, they would do the computer technology part of Rush, and that was like in the basement. It's just like it's a nice basement, not like a cellar. Um, but there was one time when I think like we have to look really pretty during rush. So, and we have to wear our letters, like there's a required a quota per week. And if someone on council, like the president, secretary, whatever, if they see you leaving the house and you don't look cute, they might tell you to like go straight in your hair or fix your makeup. And they did that once to one of the socially awkward girls who I was friendly with. And it made me so pissed. So I smoked in the parking lot and then they were like talking about it. Uh, we can't do that anymore at a, uh, council um i didn't love my sorority <laughs> that is so <laughs> they were talking about how you couldn't smoke in the parking lot or how the council couldn't tell people to like go fix your face no that that we couldn't smoke but you can absolutely tell someone they're ugly yeah <gasps> i just yeah. can't believe that is i'm okay i'm gonna need to do my own research on how they decide who's ugly enough to be put in the basement because that <laughs> just seems like so so mean. I think every chapter has its rules. It is such a tribalist buck fest. But let me tell you, I'm not going to sit here and lie, okay? I can't. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, if I was like a power babe, like house bunny, like I would totally just do all that shit. Mm -hmm. It's such, Mm -hmm. it must feel so powerful to be Mm -hmm. like, I am a leader of babes. I am mean. I am, but I'm not, I'm selling it. Like I'm not mean, yeah. you know, like just manipulative. Mm-hmm. Like we're all like worried Regina about George. you. Yes. I yeah. would eat that up with It would be mustard. fun to be, it would be fun to be her. Mm-hmm. Cause she doesn't care. She doesn't have no. Okay. Continuing. The Those are good at role play though. Hot. Yeah. 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 Oh, that really would be good. a really fun role play. Can I add a lightning <laughs> round question? Yeah. Sure. That would be such a fun role play. <gasps> I'm going to do it with my boyfriend. Oh my god! I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Regina George, and he's gonna be um who's Kenny G. 
G, the saxophonist? No, the the guy on the math league. Kevin G. Kevin G. Kevin, Kevin Napore. Yeah, so yeah. Just sh- sh- yeah. shaking, not stirring. I'm Kevin Napore. The G is silent when I walk in your door. I make love to your woman on the bathroom floor. And the next day, they know it was me because your girl's going to be screaming out, oh, Kevin G. All right, Kevin. <laughs> He's hot. That's right. Hot. Yeah. What, lightning round question that I'm making up. What college did you go to? Indiana University. <gasps> wow. Yeah, we didn't even get into like, where are you from? Like, what's your journey? Oh, my She's God. from yeah. Lewiston, in- New Jersey. Livingston, New no. Jersey. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. What? I was born in Livingston. Born in Livingston. I grew up in Springfield. New Jersey? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. No wonder you have such a deep connection to Homer Sampson. <laughs> so Principal okay. Skinner is an old man who lives at the school. No, I actually don't really like the Simpsons. So I don't Is that a Simpsons re- reference? Yeah, it's Ralph Wiggum, my number oh. one favorite Simpson. I also don't like watch a lot of Simpsons, but I do like it. Anyways, sorry. Know. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> okay. The hottest person in the world is coming to your house for dinner. What are you cooking? Hmm. You and Arielle are having dinner together. Oh, <laughs> and you're the waiter. So you're coming too. Yeah, you're coming too. And you're may your I servant. be so blessed by like, Hashem, like in the parent trap when they get on the boat and they serve them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm. what are you cooking? Um, I'm cooking skirt steak. Yes. Mm. Um, broccoli. Mm-hmm. no no not broccoli zucchini i make much better zucchini Ooh. Nice. um <coughs> gnocchi mm-hmm. oh and a sweet noodle kugel for dessert that sounds so good oh my god if wow. you can make it that far wow let me tell you that's a <laughs> what spread about the, what about the puss for dessert <laughs> <laughs> that's the nightcap all right i'm sorry eileen so she doesn't it's know that night- kogel means puss in <laughs> of course mm-hmm. fuck they're gonna okay. put their fork in my kogel yeah <laughs> ow <laughs> and don't poke me in the gnocchi <laughs> okay zits zits pop them or leave them I've worked on not popping them, but I used to be a huge popper. Mm. We're, yeah. I think we're, we're team pop. Me and we're Lauren. Team pop. Yeah. We love Dr. Pimple Popper. Mm. But also I've left zits going and not pop them. And I feel like I get sometimes a worse scar from not doing it. Like they stick around even longer. Oh, interesting. I, I feel know. like, I feel like not popping them. They're like, oh, just don't pop it. It'll go away on its own. It's like, does it? I don't think I don't know. I no. don't know because I've never left is it. It I've becomes so big that uh-huh. it's just like it just it. You can see all the pus there. It's like you can. Yes. Just, it's just, it's just, more and more irresistible. Just do yeah. yourself a favor. Pop it. Yeah. Pop it. Pop it. What's your favorite piece of art that you own? Good cue. Um, this. Wait. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> we can see a San, your San Francisco background. Yeah. The Golden Gate Bridge. 
Oh, wow. whoa, she's oh it. Gosh. This right. um, artist is Spooks Villa, and I was obsessed with her. She's an artist of fleas, artist and fleas. And I went to her so many times that she followed me on Instagram. And then in the pandemic, asked me to contribute to her magazine. And that is manifesting. That's manifesting. That's manifesting. Spooks. Where do we find Spooks Villa on socials? Spooks Villa? I think it's Spooks Villa. Maybe there's a dot in between Spooks and Villa. Spooks Villa is actually her first name. What's her last name? Spooks Villa. Yeah. It's just S-P-O-O-K-S-V-I-L-L-A. Cute art by Sharzad. Yeah, it's Ajar. fucking sick. Oh my god! Wow, that's amazing. Sorry if I yeah. said that way wrong. Whoa. Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce her name. Give either. them a follow. Okay. That's fire. Cool. Um, would you rather eat a fish while it was still alive, or tell your best friend that you think they have bad style and you can never explain it or take it back? <laughs> what an insane question. Uh, wait, is. Is it like a small fish? What did you say about the fish? Um, it's like the size. So- it's not a huge. I would say it's like m- maybe as big as like. A I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it. Bread. I'm gonna eat it. I would wow, eat that. For that's my love, best Rachel. That's so nice, Rachel. If you're listening, <laughs> you got a good friend. Ariel really loves you, and also She's she doesn't think you have bad style. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't at all. No. Yeah. Um, okay, what's your daily mantra that you must say because you're a bad bitch? <laughs> I don't have one. That's uh, it. That's an answer. That you say, okay, you don't have one. She she wakes up every day and mm-hmm. she does her best and lives her fucking life. Uh, yeah, yeah. I should come up with them, but like I say, say lovey all the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is so cliche. But That's as Virgos, so it's not. It, it is. It is very helpful. No, because it's authentic. It's like, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. actually, life. Life be like that. Yeah. Life do be yeah. like that. What ha- happened did happen. Mm-hmm. And we can't control or change things. Say la vie. What's the my best? friend used to sing the? You know the beginning of the Bewitch song. Say la vie. You know how in the beginning they're like, ha ha ha. Some people think I look like my dad or they're oh, you're Irish yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. So my friend thought it was me brothers, me dad. <laughs> and we were singing it once and she's like, me brothers, me dad. <laughs> say you will, say you won't. And we were like, back up, Amelia Millar, <laughs> dear one. Wait, I love that song. I haven't thought about that song in so long. Mm-hmm. I think about that song a lot because my first Fat Camp cheer song that we won was to that. And I'd never heard the song before. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Okay. What's your question? Man, another thing we didn't burning. talk about. Another thing we didn't talk about. Fat Camp. Okay. Best name for a dog. These are hard questions. I know. Um, <laughs> Zorro. Kind of the- Zorro. Zorro. That is a good. Name. Zorro. That's good. Okay. Name of a fake MLM that you would actually consider joining. MLM. Pyramid scheme. Multi-level marketing company. Oh. Well, what which one would I actually join? Um it's a, a fake it. one. A fake one. You make oh, it up. Oh, a fake one. Ha ha ha. Um, 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 um. <laughs> there is a sexual, there is one that sells sex toys. That's a pyramid scheme. It's like at-home sex toy parties. Mm-hmm. I like literally wanted to do that for real though. Yeah. Because yeah. I do sell sex toys, mm-hmm. but that, but that's too real. That's too real. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer one. Nice. Oh, yes. That's nice. right. Yeah. What's a family recipe that you will never, ever share? <laughs> um, but I, well, I'm not going to share it. Well, you're not going to share the recipe, but you can tell us what it is. <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> okay you okay you don't have to you don't have to say it you don't have to say it that's a watertight answer it exists yeah no no i'll tell you uh, but i won't say the we'll bleep it we'll bleep it out um it is uh sardines with tomato sauce yeah no no. two ingredients sardines and beans but you don't know the special recipe ingredient okay okay. and if you don't know don't try to make it because this sounds like a particular recipe that you're going to want to do specifically yeah yeah what is the best present you ever received um rachel got me this gift last year for my birthday it is a green sweatshirt that she cuss that she ordered to be custom made with a picture of Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair making out in cruel intentions. Oh my God. I love that. You remember so Eileen when Patrick, Patrick Keen, amazing improviser, past coach of the sister wives had on a scream shirt. Yes. And, and a woman asked him, Oh, are those your girls? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like Drew Barrymore oh. and whomever else is in that. <laughs> Like Oops. looking scared on the phone, and someone thought it was yeah. his daughters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I have two adult daughters. <laughs> um, so what is a a green light in relationships? So something that someone does where you're immediately like, "Yes, I love that about you." Um, if they're like a true mensch, mm-hmm. like uh. I like when people are kind in public mm-hmm. and, and it's, and it feels very authentic. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I yep. completely agree. Right back at you. I could never, ever, ever excuse someone being a douchebag to like Mm-mm. someone they, you know, even, and it's weird. It's really cool when you're in like a hot water situation where like someone is actually being rude. Somebody's being crazy in public and they're just like, I'm not going to get into that. Like they don't mm-hmm. get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone who just saw a fight in a restaurant, I was like, I am so fucking thankful that Nick <clears throat> is not ever going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I'm basically saying, like, I want we want a tame dog. Mm-hmm. Like we we mm-hmm. can't have like the regular like no. mm-hmm. you, you send them off to a place, an instructor tells them how to like chill. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because the the only thing for adult men like that is jail. Mm -hmm. And that actually makes them, you know, it's not, it's not helpful to men. No. Yeah. 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 Jail needs to be more research on that though. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. That's true. I got a PhD candidate that's working on it. (laughs) I really do. Our neighbor is getting her PhD in college educations that happen in correctional facilities. And we're so proud of her. It's, It's really cool work. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love um, justice. <clears throat> I like love. I'm very justice oriented. <laughs> One thing that you do when you're alone that you're embarrassed to admit, but not so embarrassed that you won't tell it to us right now. Yeah. Um, I, I pick my nose very intimately and I like 
play <laughs> with the boogers and like roll them up <laughs> in a ball. And I really I relish it. it. Yeah. Yo. Yes, uh, I love that for you. You and know I when you have say, a good bug and you're like, yeah, you get that that deep, deep booger and mm-hmm. it oh sweet relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or when you wake up with a hard one on the side of your nose and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna come off like <laughs> aluminum foil. And anyone who says they <laughs> don't pick their nose is lying. Lying. Everybody yeah. picks their nose. Come on, yeah. guys. And everyone masturbates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't start doing it because it's it's fun. The mm-hmm. only people who don't have a crush on anyone but their husband don't pick their nose and don't masturbate are called girl defined. And there's only two of them. <laughs> yep. Wait, yeah. do, you know about, do you know about girl defined? No, but I want to fit in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Girl defined are these two. <laughs> they're these two like hyper evangelical. Oh, um, yes, I Christian do. bloggers. I do parodies of them on my TikTok. And, she was blocked by um, them. They block ah, me. You're famous. They block me on Instagram. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like weirdly obsessed with them and like, I hate them. I think they're horrible people, but like they fascinate me. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Only two more questions. You can yeah. either have your parents <laughs> read your diary with all of your deepest, darkest secrets or only eat mayo for the rest of your life. Diary. Yeah. It's probably worth it to not eat mayo forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also like, I don't think I would say anything that would surprise them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's I hate mayo also. So okay. And last question. Yeah. One fictional character who you would marry in a heartbeat. Buffy, probably. No. I'm I'm very attracted to women, but I don't get like horny for Mm -hmm. like licking a pussy. And I wish I did. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately. But um, within the Buffy verse, uh, no, it it it. Mm, mm. This is like Paul Rudd. Sorry. Oh Rudd. yeah. Aww. but he's a real person. But I was gonna say in a movie, I just don't know mm. which one. The one where he's a fly superhero. He's the no. ant. No. No, 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 Andy in Samberg his, in, in Friends. Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Andy Samberg's in Friends? No, Paul Rudd was in Friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, And Andy right. Samberg plays an infant in Friends, but he looks just like his adult self, so he's very easy to spot. I want to marry infant Andy, Andy Samberg. Samberg. Well, okay. you're going to have to fight Joanna Newsom, his harp-playing wife who makes great music. Not that I care about that. Wow. <laughs> Ariel, you passed the lightning round with flying colors. Woo! 10 out of 100. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Extra points answers. were given for flair and how seriously you took these questions. Yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. you didn't mess around. Nope. And we really value that here at Crazy Hot. We value honesty. We value vulnerability. And mm-hmm. you are all of those things. Thank you. Yeah, I, you were. It- are we at the fiend? Are we? Are we? Because I we're, wrap, we're, we're wrapping, wrapping up. up. Yes, we're wrapping up. I yeah. had the best time. This is like my favorite oh podcast my I've ever been on. What? Stop right now! Y'all, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really? listened to like your latest episode um, earlier today. I think it was. <gasps> oh, oh with Zuby? With Zoops? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a loyal listener now. You guys are so fucking what? funny. Oh, oh my gosh, God. you are so fucking. Oh, uh, you so right now. You're so you? forking. I was. I'm so happy that we were able to schedule this because it did t- take a long time. Yes, to and thank you for schedule. rescheduling. 
And well, I was, I was being like an influencer, like, uh, like cunt about it, but it's, it was, I'm, I'm not, I value you guys so much. It's just that I have anxiety and like, don't check. Oh my, my God. Email, so. Sorry. That was not me saying like, you were really hard to schedule like that. Not that's no, I know but like, at all before I, I want, I wanted that to be the first thing that I said. Cause I don't want the impression to be like, who does this girl think she is? She's not getting back. Cause she's like such a celebrity. So it was like, I'm just, but you are though, but you are though, you're such an email is scary and you should not look at it. Yeah. Cause sometimes the banks send you scary emails and they do doctors send you scary emails. That's why I check every email. time. Yeah. I, every time mm-hmm. I have a notification, I'm like, I don't no. like yeah. this. Right. Right. No, and then we switch to text. So, um, mm-hmm. oh. and then we switch to text. How, yeah. Where uh, do we find you? Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram at Corgasmic and uh, listen to my podcast, Balls Deep. The shows are very different. Okay. So it's not like you have to choose, pick and choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, the socials for that are Balls Deep with. And then on Twitter, I'm also Buffy Fan Girl. 94 there in TikTok. And while I'm here, I want to recommend that everybody leave a review on Crazy Hot Pod. If you thought oh something God. was funny from this episode or like made you think differently or related to it, whatever, just like throw them a compliment and leave it. Because if you don't, you know, that's bad karma. <gasps> and it just tries scare sharing the Wow. Screen. Ariel, yeah. <laughs> thank you for saying that. Also, because we always forget to say, like, you should, like, it really helps us out when you review. It's um, really helpful. That's what I'm here for. But mm-hmm. thank you. That's a sweet. Oh my that's god, real mensch behavior. I want to hang out in real life. Mm-hmm. I do too. We will. And we will. We, and we can. Okay. And we will. Okay. And I'll come to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can come to wherever you live. I live in Washington yeah. Heights. She's coming really to Brooklyn because I live in Park Slope. So she lives in Park. She's oh! coming to Brooklyn. I was literally just in your neighborhood earlier. What? She has a backyard. Lauren has a backyard and like a little outdoor bar thing. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's crazy nice. You're coming well, over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming over. Your adult house with your mm-hmm. fiance. That's right. Mm-hmm. She's like a whole grown up person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh Except in every other God. way. Guys, what a treat it has been to treat. have a Titan that is Ariel on the podcast uh you guys are just gonna love this episode so much and you know that already because this is at the end (laughs) i just want to say and you loved it and you loved it and we're all feeling great Mm -hmm. um this has been crazy hot we are crazy hot and so are you can you please join us next week when we find out when we're all gonna start watching the series er remember that we're watching buffy we're watching Daria. We're watching Teen Girl Squad videos. Why don't we bring <laughs> ER back? Find out Bye. next week. Goodbye. Yay, crazy hottie. You listened to completion. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're, you're hot, hot as fuck. fuck. Mwah. That's perfect.